with Mina and Elizabeth. You should have known that. Hi, guys. <laughs> and that's exactly what they're going to hear. You acting a damn fool on the microphone. It don't matter to me, baby. Well, welcome back to the Her and Her <laughs> podcast. I'm Mina Her. Yo, you sound like a dry cat. What is wrong with you? Perk the fuck up. I have been. No, 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 no. No excuses here at the Her and Her Club. I have been dealing with old people all day. And on top of that. Like you said to me, that's a decision. And on top of that. They like you at the old place. They do, but I'm still be tired. And on top of that, I went out last night. And on top of that. You told me you didn't do no work today. I didn't. <laughs> but I was still there. I had to get up early. And I am going through a breakup. So. The amount of breakups you go through. You swear I had a million relationships when you had one baby one in my life, a fake one. Jesus, have mercy. Anyway, guys. Well, we're back again with another mini-sode. Um, we have a special guest in the building yet again. They've come back because they love the Her and Her podcast so much. Best guest ever. Um, our special guest is Lizzie the Love Guru. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo, the crowd roars. Woo-hoo. Everybody don't stand up at the same time. Everybody has come to see her. She's the greatest. Oh, that's how you know she hates her fucking self. Woo, woo, woo. Everybody's on lined up to get her autograph. I love you still take pictures. I'm here. I'm here, everyone. How are you? <laughs> I'm so happy Yo, to I be back. I wish y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. I'm so happy to be here, you know. <clears throat> I love to come and speak on the Her Her podcast, you know. All right. I appreciate it. Great. And, you know, I'm just here to, you know, shine a little bit of light on, you know, the 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 desires of the heart, you know. And, you know, however way I could be of assistance, you know. So you tell them, tell me what I need to do today, Mina. Yeah, let me, let me, let me get there, okay? Because you just, you went off on a tangent, you know? Let me tell you when the whole segment, you know, you tell a person, me. and and they still wanna, they want. Let wanna... me tell you when you got a light and people try to dim your light, you feel. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta you know, you keep shining, baby. You keep shining. You don't let nobody dim your light. You feel what I'm saying? You hold up that torch by yourself if you have to. You feel me? Make your fucking arms tired for like. Yup, absolutely. You feel me? Wow. 
It's because she's a grouch today. I'm not a grouch. I'm just, you know, I'm lovesick. Anyway, we're not <laughs> going into my life. My life is not up for debate today. Oh, really? It's not. My life is not up for debate. Don't do that. Private debate is different than her and her on the mic. If I want to talk about Shnoshomio all day. Who? Shnoshomio. <laughs> Shonomio, is that what it was? I want to talk about Shonomio. Shonomio, oh man, mm. this mother need a slap for that <laughs> name. Lord, 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 Lord. Anyway, yeah, Mina, huh? Tell them what we in for today. All right, so today we are gonna go into um, a quick mini so with Lizzie the Love Guru. We're gonna ask her. We have a couple of questions from some listeners um, that they sent in. You know that they would. I kind of asked if they had anything that they would like to have answered by a love expert or someone who is uh, well-rounded in the realm of love, you know? So um, we're just, we have a couple of questions and that's about it. I'm not going to give you the questions because we're just going to jump right into them. Shoot. All right. So what to do and how to do it to get the res- desired result okay wait but listen this is just like <laughs> our synopsis all right are you listening i'm listening all right you here <laughs> yeah i'm present here all right so the first one is when do you know you're in love okay so i wrote down a couple of things that are concrete right so that you can actually see them Right, like if I said them to you, you'd be like, "Oh, okay." Like, if I'm in a relationship with someone or dating someone, I'd be able to identify these things, right? And I'm gonna just go through the list and then expound on them. Mutual, unquestionable, reciprocated love. There's no denying it. There's no. Does he love me? Do I love him? There's none of that. When I tell you, you know, if two people are in love because you ever like watch a movie and you see two people in love and you like, wow, that shit is so beautiful. That's how it is in real life. Not with all the bells and the whistles, but the actual emotion is the same. So it's, it's, it's not something that's going to be convoluted. It's not going to be covered in shit. Like it's going to be as real as you and I are. It's not a fabrication of your imagination. Like, Real love is 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 something that you can actually touch and feel. When you are made a priority and they are a priority in your life as well, you actively you actively make sure that you're spending quality time with each other, that you are creating space for this person in your life. Um, you're not just moving through life and taking that person for granted. You're actually putting the time and the effort into it. Um, that you talk about the future together. Like there's active conversation about how you want your relationship to move and what are your end goals and, you know, children and where you'd like to live. Those, those, those things like that you open up yourself and really talk about where you see your future. Um, because most relationships, if you don't, 
if you're not if you don't feel strong feelings for someone you don't see a future with them you're not going to actually include them in your future plans you know what I mean like you say oh okay you know baby I see you and I doing da 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 or I really want this for our family you know it's not I I I Mm -hmm. they actually include you um and I said spend a lot of quality time together because that's that's how you fall in love is spending time together and it's not every single time I spend time with you we're having sex yeah, that's great and all, but that's not how you get to really know someone. Um, and some instances, sex can be very surface. So you can have a great sexual chemistry, a real good sexual energy with someone and not be compatible. So what happens is if you are having sex all the time with this person, but you ain't doing nothing else, you quickly think in your mind that you're falling in love with this person. But in actuality, you fell in love with your sexual energy. You didn't fall in love with that person. And as things start to unravel and you realize that we're actually not compatible at all is because you didn't spend enough like quality time with one another, doing things that each other enjoy um, and really embracing who each other is. Um, When the in a heterosexual relationship, when the man is vocal and vulnerable about his feelings and not just during sex, it's very it's an uncomfortable space for a man to be uh, very emotional, uh, emotional about how he feels. So when a man it has no issues with telling you, like, I love you, or I really see us going somewhere, or, you know, I really want to commit to you, he starts using those kind of words. He's dead serious about, like, the, the direction in which this relationship is moving in. And once again, like I said, like there's not going to be a question for you to think, like, is, is this person in love with me or not? Um, doesn't hesitate to include you in his life outside of their relationship. That means that he's fine with bringing you around his friends, his family, um, you know, his his business things. He's, he's fully uh, including you in all aspects of his life. He's not separating you from everything else that's going on you know what I mean like once a man starts doing that you know he's actually not comfortable he doesn't feel secure in what you have going on that he feels to start to include you in the other areas of his life I feel like that's always an indication to me however don't think that a man won't include you in the outside and still play games Uh, that's (laughs) I've seen it um wants you to feel comfortable in a relationship and what I mean by that is being comfortable in a relationship means that two people are going to make changes so that each other can feel secure in in the um in the relationship. You know what I mean? So you're going to things that you walked into, your you know, your 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 bag of crap that you brought with you to the relationship, you're going to unpack it and unpack it in the, the most healthiest way you know how and the tools that you have, but you're going to try to create a very comfortable and safe space for your partner. You, you find that to be incredibly important and you take heed to the things that each other are telling, the, take heed to the things that you're sharing with each other to create that safe and comfortable space. Because one thing that you want in your relationship is for it to feel comfortable. We have enough things in our lives that is uncomfortable. One thing you want in a relationship is to feel safe. And for me, that's one of the most important things when you're in love is to feel safe. And to feel like this is an environment where I can be 
completely who I am. Um, and I said, uh, my next one was in willing to change to create a better foundation and dynamic between the two of you. Yeah, I mean, your foundation is what you're going to build your relationship on. So, and it's never, I don't want to say it's never too late, because it, it isn't. But you want at least the foundation of your relationship to be something as solid as it possibly can you don't want to go into a relationship with two people loving each other and that person really doesn't know who you are and you don't really know who they are because you've been wearing a mask the whole time. Oh, I learned that. Um, this is sidebar. This is about it, but not about it. My, I learned yesterday that um, if your soul number is a three, that uh, the whole mask thing is such a thing. Like it's like just indicative to who you are. Like you feel like you have to show people a certain thing in the beginning and then later on you like peel back your layers. I'm a three. <laughs> but yeah. As you want to expound on that? As I've gotten older though, I've kind of like realized like I don't care if so you take it or leave it, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I still like feel some need to be a certain way in the beginning. But as far as like hiding elements of myself and not being truly myself, I really try to make sure that I'm just authentically me. But a lot of people, uh, we can get into soul numbers another time. But if you are a three, you can Google soul soul numbers. But if you're a three, then um, that is just, just what we're prone to do that. We're prone to show a little now and save the rest for later. Peel it off later. And then surprise, surprise, I'm a whole different person inside. Mm-mm. I don't do that. No, I, I grew up. I, I grew out of that, though. So you should try it. But go ahead. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think if you're aware of it, it's better for you to deal with it in the moment versus not being aware and then getting yourself in a serious relationship. And Because let's really think about that, right? Because I think sometimes when we are aware and we've accepted something about ourselves and we're working on it, what we tend not to do is to reverse it. So like, imagine what's going on in our head right now about that whole concept and say someone did that to you ask yourself how would that make you feel you know what I mean like what is the the process of what you would have to go through to deal with that and so I think that kind of will help you better move through the whole concept of not being your 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 complete self because we would be real quick to tell a nigga like Yo, son, what you was doing this whole time? Like, and then who did I fall in love with? You know what I mean? I'm a caring narcissist, so it doesn't matter. What doesn't matter? It doesn't matter about how it would make someone else feel. A caring narcissist. I gotta go. Okay, so my next one is uh, working on insecurities to better yourself, to ultimately better the relationship. So... I've seen insecurities be a demise to a relationship. Um, And of course, in every relationship, you're going to struggle with your insecurities because it's just hard to like completely let someone in. It's hard. You feel like the, I mean, yes, there's some elements of who you are that you should keep to yourself. But in a relationship, there's going to be moments and times, there's going to be struggles where it's going to force you. And so you have to at least say to yourself, I may feel crazy, like sharing this part of who I am with that person. But I feel like if you open and share that, that when something does happen and that person can identify what's going on with you, it's easy for them to 
comfort you and have empathy. Like if they don't know this about you at all, it's going to hit them like a ton of bricks. And they're like, yo, what's going on with you? You know what I mean? It's like, for instance, if somebody struggles with anxiety or depression and you, and you scared to share that part of who you are. And then you actually have an episode and your mate doesn't know how to deal with it or care for you because you decided that you were so, um, embarrassed or ashamed that now you potentially could end up in an emergency room because you just didn't want to be vulnerable, you know? Um, open dialogue about uncomfortable topics. I think a lot of relationships steer clear of this. Like they don't want to talk about finances. They don't want to talk about where, like, honestly, where do I see my future and where do you fit in? Um, do we actually see marriage? Do we actually see children? Like you see two people who want opposite things and then it doesn't work out and they trying to figure out why. Like um, on The Real, uh, the girl Jeannie Mai just recently got a divorce from her husband. They went into the relationship knowing she didn't want children and he did. And at 10 years in, that was like he realized that this was no longer an option for him. Like he thought that he was going to be able to change her mind. And ultimately it was the demise of their relationship because she couldn't, she was like, yo, I really just don't see me being a mom. Like, I, I think that's like an issue with a lot of people, period. Just thinking we can alter things. Oh, it's just this one thing. Yep. It's just this, this one quirk about them. This one kink that we have to work out when in actuality, you got to ask yourself, how important is that to me? How important and be honest with yourself because I think that's a lot of the issue is that we think we're being so real and so honest and so authentic, but you're really not. You're not even being, you can't even be honest with yourself because to be honest, if you knew how much you wanted children from day one, then you should have known that that wasn't the woman for you. Yep. But you, you loved her. And I remember her saying like, we would hold each other at night scared about, like holding on so tight to each other because they knew that they were going to have to part because yeah. their feelings about that was so strong at this point that they knew that their love for each other wasn't going to be enough because he wanted children. Yeah. You know, so that's not a small thing. Like that's not a small thing. Like some some things in life, yes, you can grow to change those things and get a different perspective and life changes you. So you start to think differently. You know, like I remember at one point in my life, like saying to myself, nah, you know, I, I found my love. I'm good. Like, I, I I don't know if I want children. And I know a big part of, for me was the fact that I was the oldest and I've always felt like I was raising children that I didn't get to choose. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was just like, Oh, I, I, I did it already. Like in my mind, I did it already. Right. And took away the fact that my partner wanted children and how devastating that probably could have been for a very long time with me being in that frequency, you know? Right. So when now later on years pass, life changes, things grow, you mature, you actually say to yourself, like, man, I really do want to be a mom. Like that's something that now starts to grow inside you and you really feel like this is part of your journey. And now you're like, oh man, now I need to put myself in this frequency. Now I got to like change my whole mentality that I had around this. I got to change my life. I got to change how I look at the world because now I'm ready, you know? And so things of that nature, you just don't know. You don't know if life's going to change you. You don't know any of those things, but things that are that 
important, you have to talk about them. However way you may feel at that time, you have to at least let each other know where you stand on those things because it's incredibly important. Like someone who wants to travel all over the world, but one person who doesn't want to cross the street. That's important. If you want at some point in your life to like live in multiple places, you shouldn't be marrying that person. They don't see the world in which you do. Right. That, that they're going to keep you captive, you know? Um, and I have two more. Um, arguments are not a demise to the relationship. Like when you really love someone, when you really love someone, um, arguments are not going to be like, I had to learn this too. You start to feel as a woman, like we start arguing, the relationship is over. You just automatically start packing your bags in your head. This is over. It is what it is. It was a great ride. Yeah. And it's not arguments are actually really good. When they're done effectively, not just dysfunctional fucking just all the time, because I feel like there has to be some kind of end goal. In an argument, there has to be some kind of like legit communicating, just screaming at each other, just saying fucked up shit to each other. Like, I understand maybe if that happened, it happened. But to always communicate like that and to to be so high in emotion and just come down and kiss and make up. But you're not really having a discussion about anything. Oh, absolutely. Like, so, I don't yeah. agree with that at all. Yeah, I'm talking about healthy arguments. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying I think a lot of people think an argument is an argument. And I think sometimes that has to be specified that every argument in our, ain't an effective. Well, let, let me specify. I ain't talking about hanging the bitch outside the window, talking about you're going to cut each other out. Exactly. None, none of this is what I'm talking about is unhealthy. Like everything I'm referring to, the, the original question was, how do I know I'm in love? You know what I'm saying? So everything that you do and feel has to feel like that. Yeah, it has to come back to that point, you know? Millennials, we, we misconstrue a lot of that. I'm going to be honest. It's like, you think, oh, like a millennial will say like, oh, we have ups and downs. Yeah, we argue. It's not all the time. But what? how far are you going with them arguments? Like, what are y'all really saying? You going to leave this damaged? Is he going to leave this damaged? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot, like it's, it's not, it's not like a constructive type of conversation, constructive criticism at all. It's just damaging. So that really needs to be specified, especially with millennials. For sure. This whole list I could go on for days and be specific about because I know if I said to you, <laughs> you had to be willing to, to change to become better for him. You could be like, okay, I could be whatever I want him to be. Mm-hmm. That's not what I mean. I mean, still remain who you are, but be willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, we'd be here till tomorrow, but I'm, I'm hoping that what I'm relaying in this you truly understand what I mean. I hope that I'm conveying it in a way that you understand that I am talking about healthy, loving relationships. You know what I mean? You have a, a you have a, a certain kind of love sense. They don't. But hopefully you get on our email, ask some questions. Because to be honest with you, l- let's be real, real. I'd literally have to pick each one of these apart. To really break it down in a way so that and that might need to be an episode later because you know you get I'm, what I'm saying like yeah, because I'm yeah. being honest with you like millennials will take that and it will be a totally different thing I, I I believe that for sure I think any person though not even just millennials like yeah. a person who's in a fucked up twenty year relationship could be like no we good we just <laughs> mm-hmm. we just be arguments of course of course you know what I mean like yeah. um 
my last one is, is you're not looking for a way out when things are not ideal. I could see someone taking that and convoluting it and thinking, nope, I stick it out. I stick it out. He'd be punching me in my face, but we good. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, when, when things are not ideal, as in we're not going to always see eye to eye on things that are important, but even petty things. Oh, you putting dishes in the dishwasher. And it could be as, as serious as cheating. You know what I'm saying? Like those, yeah, it's not ideal to come home to dishes in the sink after a long day. And it's not ideal to be cheated on. But if you love that person, you're going to either, and I'm not saying for you to be cheated on and just keep going. But if you love that person enough and you know for sure that this person just made a mistake and you feel like there's a lo- enough love there to go to counseling and to figure it out, then then you, you go for it and you try it out. You can never walk away from something saying, I didn't give my all. But if after that you still feel disrespected, it still keeps happening, then you'd be a fool to stay in it. At this point, you're abusing yourself. But there is going to, love is not perfect. And my, my point is, is that there's going to be times and things that are going to happen that are not going to be fun and exciting but that doesn't mean that you pack your bags and run because in a, in a, in a loving relationship, marriage, whatever it is that you're going to have to be willing to go through the shit to get through the good times. I've been in a relationship for 16 years. It's taken a very long time for us to get to where we are now. And it's because we were willing to do the work. And I think most millennials aren't willing to do the work. And so I think that's why you're unsuccessful in relationships you're looking for something quick. You want it to happen fast. Why can't I get this now? And it doesn't work like that. Especially the fact that even the men that you're dating think like that. The men that y'all are dating. Oh, you was excluding yourself? I'm not here for this. <laughs> ah, yes. I'm a facilitator of today's activity. I gotta go. I'm a host. But yeah, so for the most part, I think you can go through those. If you have questions, please hit us up. If I was unclear about something that you feel uh, that you needed a little bit more elaboration on, don't hesitate to drop us a question or let us know. Uh, However, that concludes Lizzie, the love guru. Yes, y'all. You know, I'm here. It was her show today, so. You know, I was in the background listening, taking notes, or whatever. Um, I hope y'all learned something. And if you got questions, don't be out there blindly just assuming what you think things mean. You know how your teacher used to say, "There's no such thing as a stupid question." There are, there is such a thing as a stupid question. But when it comes to love, we rather you ask than be stupid in the world. So, you know, you know where to find us. Her and her podcast. You know, Instagram. Yo, you need a coffee or something? I'm here, though. I'm here. I'm here. So, you know, just catch us. You heard uh, that's excitement. So, just catch us on. <laughs> you can catch us on Instagram, her and her podcast. You can catch us on YouTube, her and her podcast, iTunes podcast platform, her and her podcast, SoundCloud, her and her podcast, Facebook, her and her podcast one. So, you know, just keep up with us. And uh, you never know when the Love Guru might pop back in. You want, you want to say something to the people, Love Guru? I love you, and I'm out. All right. Don't let her advice go in vain. Don't be out there doing stupid shit. Don't be popping pussy for free. Don't be, Definitely don't don't be slinging dick free. without a condom. Definitely don't sling dick with wave grease on it. Yup. And uh, 
Stop fucking lying to people and yourself. Be real. For real. All right? Stay true. Peace out, people. One.